more money, you got less problems. At least mine, the ones all your basics accounted for. Team Elite, I run with them, guaranteed to be Final Four. Less money, you got more problems. More money, you got less problems. At least. All right. Good evening, everybody. Uh, 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 welcome back to Bringing Albany Communities Knowledge. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, tuning in with us. Tonight, I have the, um, uh, I'm not even going to give them this, uh, this long, uh, drawn-out interview because, one, uh, uh, this is uh, damn near my older brother, my older cousin for life. We've been calling each other uh, both of the same things, but uh, uh, he's a close, close family member to me, which is why I had to bring out the Family Matters gear. So tonight, <laughs> Albany community, uh, we have the distinct honor and privilege of interviewing Lawan Cancer Sr., Mr. APD, Albany Police Department himself, uh, uh, my brother, uh, and I want you guys to welcome him uh, here tonight to, to tell us about his love for Albany uh, as he shares that with the back community. So thank you very much, uh, Juan, for coming on tonight. And brother, I can only imagine where this interview is going to go. And hopefully, uh, ho uh, hopefully we can get through it. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, what I mean, I, I expect it to be tons of laughs, tons of laughter, and it uh, should be a good time. Yeah, well. Yeah, man. So thank you for... Uh, extending your, uh, yourself to us tonight. And I really look forward to uh, getting the chance to dive into your world a little bit uh, for two reasons. One, because you know, you've been a significant part of my life for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And two, uh, I know firsthand that you grew up in Albany in a time period where uh, it was all love. You know what I mean? I, I grew up mm -hmm. idolizing you guys and be like, man, I couldn't wait to get a, a older. So I can't wait to hear your Albany stories and, and, and dive into this one with you. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for having right. me. Oh, anytime, man, anytime. Uh, my first question I'm gonna ask you is an unofficial question, and I ask everybody the same question, and I'll be like, well, you know, uh, we've been quarantining now for the last seven months or so. I think it might be seven months now. Uh, so I always like to ask, how have you guys been doing? How have you and your family been doing uh, uh, during the pandemic or through the quarantine process? And I know it probably hit you differently, you know what I mean, being one of the frontline workers uh, uh, who were considered to be essential. So, you know, uh, how have you and your family been holding up? Uh, how has the quarantine affected you guys? Uh, it hasn't affected us much at all. Um, me, and, uh, me and Tiffany has been working through it because we're very essential workers, you know. She worked mm -hmm. with the homeless uh, youth, you know, and I'm a police officer, so uh, we get up and go to work every day. We haven't, we don't work from home at all. Um, so we really haven't been affected. Our life haven't really stopped. Um, mm -hmm. You know, unless we take, you know, scheduled vacations to get, <laughs> get away from all the madness. But other than that, it hasn't stopped. It's been the same. Okay. It really has. Okay. You know, yeah, so it, it, it hasn't stopped, but you guys have been, like you said, both of you guys are considered essential workers. So, yes. you know, I know during that time period, you know, I would often text us to see how you're doing because, yeah. I mean, you'll hear so much about the growing numbers and, you know, uh, for those who had to put themselves on the front line. So right. thank you to both you and Tiff uh, for being essential workers uh, 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 in order to, to make sure that uh, the essentials were taken care of for all the rest of us as well. So thank, uh, thank you uh, and Tiff, who I know she's somewhere in the background there. Yes. Thank you both. Yes, sir. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Well, let me see. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna hit you with your first opening question for tonight. It'll uh, 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 what are you doing now? What kind of work do you do? Uh, are there any type of passion projects or endeavors that you're working on? Uh, Juan, here's your opportunity to tell the Albany community about you. Well, you know, you know, currently, you know, I'm Albany police officer, been officer for 13 years now. Um, I'm currently working in my neighborhood, our neighborhood engagement unit. Um, uh, myself and Nate Pendleton, uh, we are track officers and track means to reach and connect, which we work with juveniles and, you know, our younger youth and our communities who's on the borderline of, you know, getting into trouble, not really in the system, um, has issues with school, um, you know, just getting into stuff and the parents, uh, probation, anybody can call us in the communities to, to say, hey, we have an issue with these kids. What me and Nate do is we go to the homes of these individuals, we sit down and we try to come up with a plan. Um, and not only do we help the child, we do come up with solutions and, and um, ideals for the parents. You know, we can't always do things for the child. Um, because once you, we can do all we can for the child, but the child still has to go back to that environment. So our, our job through Albany Police Department is to go into our homes uh, with these individuals, sit down, come up with a plan, um, and get them back on the right track. Whether it be tardiness, uh, they need help with, uh, you know, homework, um, they need jobs, um, just anything, anything that we can help them with. Um, we come up and we go there and we, you know, and see, see what it is that we can do. And like I said, we do it with the child and the parent. So the parents need parenting classes. We got a whole bunch of other outreaches uh, throughout the city um, that they can, you know, help us out with and also in terms help the parents out with. Um, okay. We're kind of that bridge, the bridge, bridge that gap, um, you know, to the rest of the rest of the community and the police department. Hey, listen, man, it's been a privilege and an honor just to watch your growth. Uh, uh, I can uh, I can say I remember going to your graduation uh, uh, out of the academy and and, and, and and watching and watching that blooper uh, that blooper reel. Yo, 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 when you guys got uh, a spray got with mace, spray with it that was mace, a, right? hilarious. Yeah, bro, bro. It's a different type of crazy. But, you know, <laughs> man, I ain't never felt that. And listen, I'd rather get sprayed, you know, than get hit with that tart, that, that taser. But, mm. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, man. But like I said, man, congratulations to you. 13 you. years. Uh, is a major too, accomplishment, man. brother, and yes. uh, I, I do know of a lot of the work that you and Nate uh, have been doing over the years in the Albany community, yes. and uh, 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 your presence is appreciated and is always felt. So, you. you know what I mean? Uh, uh, thank you for putting yourself on the line and being an example, not only to the community, but to your kids as well. Yes. And let me see. Now, this is my favorite question. I tell every person that I interview, this is my favorite question because it allows me to understand a little bit more about you uh, yep. in a way that I normally, uh, I normally couldn't. So uh, where's your favorite place to go in Albany and why? Hmm, that's tough. Actually, it ain't tough. I actually, I love, going, I love going to Lincoln Park. Mm. I love Lincoln Park recently because it's, it's the center Mecca, to me, the Mecca of the city. It offers so much, it's very beautiful. I've done a lot of things there. I work out down there. I go visit the, you know, the teen center, uh, help out with the youth, help out with the guys down there. 
and you know, all through the year. You know what I'm saying? It's Lincoln Park because it's beautiful. Like I said, it's just to me, it's a pillar to our city. It's something where we grew up at. That's where I played Pop Warner at. Uh, we all went to Lincoln Pool down there. You know what I mean? Um, things were a little bit different from when we was growing up, but I, it still it just brings back so much memories um, mm. of us going to Lincoln Park. Um, as people may know, you know, the city is trying to has a proposal to, to kind of finally put some money into Lincoln Park, which, you know, that should have happened a long time ago. But yeah, hey, but Lincoln Park is a, is a, is a great place, um, not only for, you know, for myself, but a lot of people. Um, it's just somewhere where we can go. I mean, people, we get together, we play kickball games down there. Um, you know, us as kids, we used to play baseball. Everybody had a bat ball, you know, growing up. We all went to Lincoln. We always take our bikes and ride down to Lincoln. I don't care what part of the city we was from, you know, was take that long walk through the plaza and go to Lincoln. And then until you guys move downtown, <laughs> right there, you know what I'm saying? Well, Lincoln Park, man, to me, um, is okay. the okay. Okay. Lincoln place to hang out. Um, because it's not, it's not too many places anymore, you know, in Albany. Yeah. Yeah, Lincoln Park was dope, man. Whether you were doing uh, sledding, uh, yep. what is it? Uh, what is it? Yeah, yep. yep. yes, uh, you, you can uh, uh, sled down that joint, like you said, riding your bike. As a youngster, I remember uh, the photo albums. It was just like uh, I used to spend all my time riding my bike around that same loop over and over and over again. Right. Because back then they had a street. The street went around. They took the street out and they have the sidewalk now and, and you know, a path to ride your bikes and stuff. You know, it's changed, but it's still the same Lincoln to me. So I'm just, I'm glad that they're finally going to put some money into it because it is a Mecca where, you know, it does bring kids together and it it can offer a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff for the community. Okay. Okay. All right. Next question. Uh, uh, Thinking of your younger self, what do you wish someone would have taught the younger Lawan Cancer? Hmm. I wish somebody would have kind of sat us down and and showed us how to uh, kind of, you know, invest to build Mm. uh, some type of residual income, um, you know, generational wealth. Um, at a younger age, you know, I wish with all of us, because I feel that there, our heirs was, was a little bit more, we were more, you know, we we're eager to, to get, you know, just from, you know, the people I was around, you know, mm-hmm. me, George, Jamiro, my whole crew, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody, most of the kids we grew up. I just wish someone sat us down when we went to the boys club, we went to the center and we just had a little, little time where someone came in and taught us, you know, in our speed, not, you know, because, you know, kids would be like, well, I don't want to learn about that. But, you know, you can always teach kids in a way of, you know, you tell kids, well, you do A, Y, and Z, and you're going to make some money, you're going to listen. But told us in a way where we could learn when we could still have fun, you know, and just constantly keep it embedded in us, you know what I'm saying? So that way I knew how to, um, you know, generate that to anyone else. You know, I didn't learn that to a later age to try to better myself, to invest in properties, uh, you know what I mean? To invest in stocks and just learning the business, learning different things, you know, to better me and better everyone else around me. That's what I wish. It seems like uh, uh, finances is one of the recurring themes that uh, uh, almost every guest uh, ends up uh, ends up uh, uh, touching on and talking about it. Uh, pretty much is financial literacy. 
Yes. And it was just like, you know, a lot of us wasn't exposed to it early on because our families uh, weren't secure uh, uh, and built in that aspect. But imagine uh, where we, uh, where, how much of an advantage in life or, mm-hmm. or a, a start in life we would be had we come more from a more secure financial place right. where our parents didn't have to bust their butt all right. the time trying to yeah. uh, uh, make sure that we were okay. Right. And that's the thing. Like I said, it ain't like, you know, they did what they what they thought was best for us because mm-hmm. that's what they were taught. You know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, from starting from here now, that's what I try to do with my kids. You know, we try to do, try to teach them better what to, you know, start to invest. You know, but listen, my kids going to be triple times more than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. They're doing it now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I want them to learn. I want them to go above and beyond me. But that's what I would love. I wish I had more. But, you know, we had the work ethic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We all went to work. We all bust our bus and went to school. You know what I'm saying? As our kids started to, to be born, we all did what we had to do as young men and women. But I wish we had more people sit down with us and tell us, you know, okay, you guys got that down. This is what else you need to learn. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and I think it would propel us a, a little bit more further than where we're at. I know, I'm not saying that, you know, learning it now is bad, but just I think a lot more kids would, you know, our community, mm-hmm. meaning when it helps out the community, when people know about that, it just mm-hmm. it just does a lot more better, you know. Hey, gotta, gotta, gotta working educate, educate is so key, man. About to say we uh um you know uh I, I won't I won't talk too much on it, but you know, uh we're working on a project right now, you know what I mean, uh, to actually uh, do financial literacy uh, for uh, a lot of young adults in Albany. So yeah. if everything goes well uh, and stays well uh, 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 through my fraternity, I, I think we, uh, we might have picked up uh, some resources uh, to, to make that happen. And it's going to be really cool, man, because like you said, man, once you... I think I think it's just like anything else. Like once you turn on the light bulb to some of the kids in the inner city, I think that I think we're some of the most gifted kids. Yeah. Period. But it's just like you got to be exposed to it. Once you get exposed to it, and you realize that you can you can maneuver in this, you can play in this, you can get better at it. And it's kind of like okay, well, you know what? I don't have to just go through this same cycle. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make it up out of this cycle. I'm gonna learn how to I'm gonna learn how to play with all of these things that were so that were kept away from me foreign you know I mean foreign yeah. a lot yeah, of things foreign. like I said there are people there are people not saying that everybody in our community but it wasn't it was kind of like harness like people was afraid all right I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I wanted to be yeah. how we can how people generate money to, to to build the gym generate money to build certain things you know what I mean no we need to build and invest in our kids with financial literacy so we can understand right. that so we can look at you know, something as a stock market and be like, I don't know what the heck that is. No, it's something key to build that generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? And if you got that, you embed that in your kids, it's going to be like your DNA, bro. It's going to, everybody's going to do it. Then you're going to, there's going to be something learned, something you're going to yeah. do. So it's just going to be a behavior that we do. And it's just not a behavior that we do in our community. And it's, you know, and we look around, you know, why we don't have this, why we don't have that. We do, we have people looking and learning but you got to start spreading and teaching everybody that. Like I said, it's just like you teach somebody to do math. You got to teach them how to do uh, learning about this, um, how to maintain your money, how to spend it right, how to do certain yeah. things, what investments to do. You need that. 
You really do, you know? Yeah, I think it's like budgeting. Invest I mean, just, things, uh, like invested in everything, community things you we spend all this money on. I mean, I can go on for days, bro. There's so much that they need to do, man, to get simple stuff. You just got to start right now. Once you got that ear, you got them, man. You know what I'm saying? And then and you, you keep, keep on something like exposure. That's why mm -hmm. me and Nate, you know, every every summer for the past, well, you know, after the at, you know the end of the school year, June, July, we didn't go this year because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We do a reading program where we read, mm -hmm. you know, we go and we have, you know, professionals come and read to our, 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 our youth, our babies, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, from grades as kindergarten all the way up to sixth grade. And then we go, we go sit down, we read the book, we have them have a dialogue, they get to talk to us. We have a lot of officers, troopers, doctors, nurses, you know, very professionals, but people that look like them, you understand? Correct. So um, we do that. And for uh, February, they do like a big essay where, you know, about black history, you know, not just the norm, not the Martin Luther King, not the, you know, we know about that. I, we want them to, we get, you know, got to challenge them. So they look into other things like George Washington Carver and just people who invented the, the stoplight and stuff like that, that they don't know about. And they have to write about that. And then we pick out a certain amount of kids and we take about 30, 40, 30, 40 kids to, to Washington, D.C., um, to see the, the, the African-American Museum, man, where nice. mostly paid. They, you know, me and they do all the, you know, investments. We go and sell popcorn, do whatever we need to do so that our kids are able to go on this trip, you know, almost nice. free. Stay the night, nice. but they get to see D.C. and understand yeah. the laws. You know, we take them to different parts. Then, you know, we take them on a night tour so they can see all the monuments and, and get an idea of things and how this country was, you know, built and what they had to go through. But the African-American Museum, I think it's key for not just only, you know, African-Americans, but everyone to see our history because we've always learned other people's history. It's time for them to learn our history. And it's right. big and there's a major impact on our kids. So, and that's yeah. what we've been doing. That's and what exposure. Exposure is, is the key. Consistency yeah. and, and, and exposure. You know, uh, you, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, you can't downplay either one of those two things, man. So wow. you guys being able to bring the kids to DC, not only does it get them out of Albany, but right. it also lets them know that there's other people moving and operating in, in other ways. And I wish mm -hmm. that that was something I learned early. It was just like yep. your competition isn't the people that live next door to you or live around the corner from you. Right. you know I mean, you guys got to prepare yourself on a global scale, global scale. A, you know what I mean? To, 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 to be able to compete with people in other countries and right. other States and, right. and, you know, being able to expose them to that is uh, truly going to be uh, instrumental. So shout out to you guys once again, uh, yeah. for that one too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Do you think that education saved you or opened up doors for you? Why or why not? Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Education, being educated, you know what I mean? I mean, it opened up a lot of doors and, you know, it made me understand things, you know what I'm saying? If I wasn't educated, I mean, you, you'd be, you'd be foreign to a lot of stuff. It's not good. You know what I mean? And I, and I, you never stop learning. And, you know, you, I, I, you know, back in that, we used to always complain, like, ah, man, ah, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. I mean, reading, just learning different things about your history, about who you are. I'm just sitting down and talking to other people. You know what I'm saying? I love to learn now. It's like, a, you know, I'm a sponge. Yeah. You know, at 46, you know, I'm a sponge. 46? <laughs> I learn. Yeah. I know yeah. I love 21, but, you know. 
Hey man, forty six is a major accomplishment, brother. Forty six yeah, is a major man. accomplishment. And, and like you know, man, I mean education, I mean, and you know, and it goes it goes to say too as well, is with you know, we wasn't we didn't have all that money and all that growing yeah. up, but we did what we had to do. Um, you know, me and my brother, you know, we was able to go to Hudson Valley. You know, my mother yeah. was poor, single family. Yeah, my dad was yeah. there, but you know what I'm talking about. We were single, yeah. it was her in the household, she had two other little ones. Um and we still, you know, were able to go to school for a couple years and and do what we need to do. And just from there, from there, we just learn. And being there, you know, you meet other people who has the same ambitions as you. So you learn from them. And you meet other people. It's it's, it's a train event, man. It's just a, yeah. I mean, education is, you know, I always say, I know people say it's corny, but knowledge is power. Knowledge Great is power, people. brother. Knowledge is power, man. Knowledge is power, and, and it, uh, it it changes the game for you because no one can ever take away what you know. Can't take so away it's like, I, you know take I, mean? I got a chance to watch you dudes. You guys were some of the uh, the, the the hardest workers I knew. Uh, right. uh, whether it was McDonald's, y'all had the whole McDonald's crew, the Times Union crew, crew y'all had all types of crews. Yeah, and, and, and it was just like one, you know, uh, uh, you got you got a chance to see uh, uh, what hard work really look like say so you i can get all of the same things as everyone who's moving fast and acquiring it fast but i'm gonna keep mine over time because you know i'm putting time. in the work right right yeah. and, and, and you know and i and i and it's embed that with my kids you know they love to work as well by watching us but and only telling them that you know when they the only way they're gonna do it is is, is you know indulge in it and learn you know you got to be out there and learn and, and you know working has done majors you know like i said we didn't have much we had to work. Me and work. I'm not out there begging nobody. Hey, I don't need, I don't, you know, I don't, that's not what we did. You know, we came together, we collaborated, we went to work. And like you said, it wasn't just me. It was people I associated myself yeah. with. We all did the same thing. You know, and those are lessons you teach kids, you teach, I teach youth. You know, you, you be around people that's going to do the same thing that you're going to do. You know what I mean? Be in your corner. It ain't going to be hard. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, I tell kids still today when I talk to my youth, I worked from, at McDonald's for seven years. They look at me like I'm crazy. Seven years. And that taught me a lot. You know what I mean? Customer service to his max working at Mickey D's. <laughs> you know that. Your mind right down State Street, downtown Albany, back in the early 90s and late 80s. So it was dead. You know, you had to have some tough skin. You had to do what you had to do. But it taught us also, and then at the end of the day, I had money in my pocket always. There you go. I didn't have to go out there and hustle and do no. My hustle was like, oh, let me put another shift on the schedule. You know what I mean? Put me on the schedule or go yep. work. You know what I mean? Mm. That was my hustle. Period. There you go. No. There you go. Let me see. I got a question for you. Uh, uh, what role uh, uh, do you feel racism played during your early education between kindergarten and 12th grade, if any? Racism? Um, I, I, you know, growing up here in Albany, in our system, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't feel that it played a role. That's just me. Um, and I say that is because, excuse me, most of the people like our administrators, um, our teachers, I still have a relationship with them today. Believe it or not, man, that's crazy. But it is, uh, you know, most of us know Mr. Villa. Yeah, but that's I, my guy. I, you know, today I go to I, I go to boxing class. Who's, who encouraged me to go there? 
who's an old man, old, you know, and his right, he don't think he's old. He think he's 46. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But he's young. He encouraged me to go to work out the boxing gym. He's there with us. You know, he was our principal at Albany High. You know, one of the house principals. You know what I mean? Mr. Spicer, who's Phil Schuyler, Mr. Spicer. You know what I mean? We still have a dialogue. We talk to him. He does things for us. Um, teachers that I used to, you know, have in school, we still talk to them. I see them or they hit us up, hit me up on Facebook. We had a relationship because I felt that they had like an, a real investment in what they were doing. And a lot of those guys, administrators, were pillars from here. So they, they had an investment in this city. They were yep. all from Albany. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people that, oh, you don't have to be. But sometimes it's a plus because they have that investment. They have that ownership. You know what I mean? They want things to happen. They want things to be good here. Um, so I didn't feel that. Um, okay. I think I, I, I it, it disappointed me because I don't think that the, the, the things, the education here in Albany is, is like it used to be because of that, because you just got people from all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as you know, I mean, growing up, man, we, our schools to me, it was good. Albany High was the high. That's yeah, what we call man. the high. And we couldn't wait to get to the high. You know what I mean? I love going to Phil Skyler. I went to Livingston Middle School. And Livingston was Livingston. You know what I'm saying? But everybody in there to, you know, Mr. Guzik, to Mr. Handren, you know what I'm saying? Guys, that's from the community. That I right. still see till today. They had an investment in these students. You know? That's just, that's how I feel. I didn't see at that time that race had a... Okay had an effect on us and i think a lot of it is uh, a lot of it has to do with personality too you know what i mean uh because right. uh, uh like you said a lot of it uh, uh you didn't see at the time and you might not have ever experienced it and that's a beautiful thing yes. because yes. you know what i mean it also allows you to stay open to realize that you know it's dope people of every race you know what right. I mean? It's some bad people too of every race too. Every race. You know I mean? but, but it's some dope people, people that you can get a chance to, to, to build with. So Tell you me. mentioned still having relationships with your teachers, your principals, you know that. I know it firsthand, you know, I still stay in contact with Mr. Benson. That's my guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lieber, uh, yeah. uh, Ellen Maljohn, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I keep in contact, uh, Susan, uh, Susan uh, uh, Perkins, uh, uh, Cole Perkins, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of these teachers is like, you know what I mean? If you get a chance to, like I said, that's one of the things I think that saved me, man, because I, I learned early on, uh, before I messed it up too much, the importance of relationships. And yeah. I think when you realize the importance of relationships, you don't take, uh, you actually understand the importance of the teacher-student relationship. Because one, not only could they give recommendations on your behalf, they could speak up for your behalf, and they, they may become extended family. Honestly, you know, a lot of minds became extended family. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So that, that's dope. And I'm actually, I'm actually uh, uh, glad to hear that uh, you weren't affected in that way. Because nah. like I said, uh, um, I, I think, I think, yeah, we got a lot of social unrest going on in the world. Yeah, we have a lot of negativity, but we also have some beautiful aspects too. And when we get a chance to understand the, how much we have in common, it's less than how much, it's less than what divides us. It's less right. than what separates us. It is a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, but I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on that topic. Uh, the next question is: uh, the Black Lives Matter movement isn't just about uh, police brutality. As I talked to uh, yeah. uh, Mr. Officer himself, you yeah. know, what I mean, it's also about dismantling systematic racism. 
if you were in charge of organizing the black community, what are one or two things that you would like us to do as the black community? Like I said, we need to start taking ownership back in our community. Um, you have to start with us, man. You know what I mean? We got to stop pointing fingers. We got to start, start, stop um, expecting everyone else to do for us, period. That, that, and I see it every day. And ain't nobody can tell me differently because I see it every day. You know, we start doing that. We start building our community back. We start, you know, it takes simple things. Everything doesn't take money. You know what I mean? I really don't. Everything doesn't take money. It just takes us taking ownership back in our community. You know what I mean? Start really, like I said, uh, doing what you're doing, getting up, coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, every week I do Pastors on Patrol um, where I walk with our, you know, some of our pastors that's in our community and we'll go and we'll walk in the areas where we've had a shooting or where this stuff. And it's just, we do get good, we get positive feedback, but we do get, you know, or like you always do get people, you know, laughing because you see pastors walking. Like, well, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? That's what we need. That's a sign of someone, people that care about your community. Where we're always constantly saying, oh, nobody don't care, nobody don't care. You know what I mean? Stop, like I said, stop wanting and always thinking that you're going to have a superhero come and clean up your neighborhood. No, you have to clean up your neighborhood. You know what I mean? It takes stuff like, you know, going through and cleaning up. We should do that like we clean up our house. Every damn Saturday, clean up, go around, and there's so much trash and everything. It, it, the small things, man, the broken window theory. This yeah. is going around, people taking those, you know, and cleaning up, picking up the bottles, cleaning up. It, it doesn't take much. You start showing investment and start doing that, then it starts opening up things. People start doing other things. Then your eyes just start to open. You know, we just got to take back ownership in our community, period. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely, you know, with investments, really invest in things, like I said, that needs to be invested. You know, yes, it's nice to have those gyms, but we need stuff that's going to start really educating these kids on a broader, Correct. you know, not just, you know, having video games. We, got, we can have all that stuff, but we got to have learning powerful stuff uh, to get our, our youth and our community back to where it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, walking around in up there on Judson and everything. Yeah, we had Jimmy, old man Jimmy. <laughs> but we also had we also had King's, you know, stores. He had two stores, black owned, that had black Tiffany's family owned a store downtown. Mm. You know what I mean? You had black owned places all around the city, black owned bars, establishments. Yeah. If you walk in Albany now, there's really nothing. There's only like one black owned bar. That's here in Albany now. That's really functioning. That really don't have too much. You know, yeah, we have Johnny's, but you have the Silver Slipper, who's been from our, you know, our area and before our era, who's still here and doing what he do. Um, mm. You know, but as a kid growing up, like I said, it, when I walk in where I live, is what I'm saying to you, I've seen black stores, Peter's, uh, Mr. Cook owned where Molly's was. Before the Chinese, it was the black guy who ran it. You know, we had also had your little Jamaican stores here. But you had Keeps, where we got Penny Candy, Kings, you got Holloways, you know what I mean? All of our barbershops. But it was just a lot more uh, Black-owned things um, in our community to look forward to. And that's what we need to do. You know, it's nothing against um, no one else, but you got to start taking ownership of us. Um, and starting, like I said, starting investing in us.
Period. No, I, I like it. I, I like it because, you know, I believe in a, a, a personal accountability first. Right. It's like, you know, and like you said, everything doesn't, uh, everything uh, uh, isn't uh, around money because there's so Only many other things you can do without money. But like you said, it'll be like the little things. So yes. uh, you talk about uh, cleaning up the community. I was like, you That's know, even when I was running Model that. for all of those years, you know, yep. we would do community cleanups. We would do it in three parts of Albany, uptown, cross town towards Lincoln Park and downtown. Yep. We would clean up Third Street Park, Lincoln yep. Park and Elizabeth Street Park. And it's just like, you know, these are our, this, these are our communities. If we don't take care of them, you know, we will. Like you said, you can't wait for Superman to come in here and try to change it. We are super supermen, super women. That if we take our time, invested in other people, it's a word that I, I learned. I want to say when I was an undergrad that you know it just stuck with me, and it's called altruism. So the unselfish regard for the needs and interests of other people. You know, what I mean, right. learning how to put other people first, uh, learning how to take care of other people. You you also do yourself uh, a great uh, a great service and benefit as well by investing in other people. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I lay next to somebody every day who does that very well. Mm. Mm. Tiffany Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You know, it, it, she's a great teacher with that. She always mm. looks out for everyone else and and go above and beyond for people. She really do. You know what I mean? She, and I get on her about it, but you know, at the same time, it's her. It's it's not about me though. It's about her rewards and what she receives from it, and she's good with that. And that you know, nice. but that's what I learned from her. You know what I mean? So, you know, we don't know everything. I think I, I think I know everything, but I don't. <laughs> you 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 can't know everything because you a Giants fan. Hey, that's all right though, brother. You know, I can't I can't jump shit. I, I was always taught never to quit, man. You don't quit, Ooh. man. You don't, you don't quit. You, you, you must not know much of anything if you're a Giants fan. Y'all owe him five. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we owe him forever, man. Jeez. <laughs> man. Unbelievable. Uh, your next question is, um, uh, uh, sadly, Albany has seen more and more violence, uh, uh, and we've experienced a lot of loss over the years. Yeah. What changes would you like to see? What is your hope for the city, Juan? Um, number one, we uh, our city is uh, too small to, to to keep constantly enduring um, mm. these tragedies, um, these homicides, and things. Mm. Um, a lot of times, it's people that we, you know, everybody knows everybody in a sense. Um, some of them are isolated. Some of them aren't. Um, mm. um, as an officer, man, and as someone who's lost. You know, tragedy, as you know, um, it's, it, it, you know, 15 homicides is a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we always go by year. I don't go by year. Just imagine how many people has lost their lives in this small city community of ours. You know, how much trauma and pain that we endure. You know, it's not even seeing that. Our kids see that every day here, yeah. you know, and then they see all this other stuff. You know, now with social media, us, we didn't have social media. Yeah. So if, you know, one person or somebody got their teeth knocked out in the hood when we grew up, you know, I couldn't go on, you know, unless I seen on the news, but we mm -hmm. wasn't in the house to watch the news. Was little. Mm -hmm. We stayed outside, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now everybody has their phone, they have everything, you know, there's so much access to, to negativity and just things. Mm -hmm. 
it, it does something to these kids, man. And a lot of our kids and a lot of our young are, are numb to things. Yeah. You know? And I think that's, that's, that's a major issue to me. You know what I mean? And sometimes every time you get up, you visualize it. And it's not only being, it's violence. Like I said, it's like you getting up every day, going outside your house. Here in Albany, it's so many abandoned buildings. Yeah. You know, there's lots. It's just, it looks, uh, that's mm. to a kid. It's like, when you see that every day? Like, does, why do our kids have to be, you know, trauma to that? No, you should wake up and see these trees, see people yeah. home, home, seeing people outside playing, not police tape. Not officers yeah. riding down, you know, blocking off hundreds of cars, riding back and forth. You can't go to these parks because that's where these kids are getting shot at. Or it's just a lot of trauma, man. And I, and 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 that's what's really bothersome. You know what I mean? Okay. And you know, just think. And within the last, you know, let's say three years, you know what I mean? There's been almost sixty people murdered. Yeah. Like, that's insane in Albany. Mm -hmm. Hundred thousand people, if that, in this city now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People don't understand the equivalent of that. It's worse than you know. You could say uh, Baltimore or uh, Chicago. You know, in New York City, and people don't realize those cities have nine million people. We have a hundred thousand people. You know what I mean? How much nine million people is? You know, yeah. of course they're gonna have a hundred or nine hundred or six hundred homicides. You know what I mean? Which is high. It's it's horrible. But we have fifteen people lost their lives here, mostly young individuals, which is has to stop. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think I was yeah. just everything, reading every resource. Everything needs to be focused on that. You know, we need okay. to stop. It needs to be. Period. Okay. Period. And as a you know, a black officer and someone who grew up in this community, it's it disgusts me every day, man. You know what I'm saying? But I still go on every day to do what I have to do. You still gotta be that positive beacon. You still gotta go on and you know and try to talk to these kids um and try to comfort them. But it's a lot of people that's afraid to go outside. A lot of people don't play in our parks no more. They don't really walk outside, they don't come outside, you know, people go elsewhere. You know, and that's an issue. All that stuff affects what goes on in the community. Like I'm saying, violence. Um, you know, I ain't, we ain't had to worry about no no gunshots mm -hmm. on First Street. We ain't had to worry about no gunshots. Did people have that? Did the stuff happen? No, but we didn't have to worry about it because everybody played. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're playing football against Livingston Village. You're playing football against Third Street. That's what we did. We went and played a sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Going way back in my time, we got the cardboard out. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Just in, you know, my Albany, I grew up. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why it's so much. It, it affects me as well, man. Yeah. You gotta, gotta take it in. And there's so much stuff that we see. Um, you know, what it has helped me too is going through that stuff. You know what I mean? Growing up and seeing certain things, being poor and doing everything, it does. But at the same time, it's like you know, when is gonna stop? Can't stop. You can't make that as a an excuse, or you gotta do better. Period. But that's why I, that that's why I wanted your perspective. Uh, uh, one, because like I said, uh, you grew up, you came up in Albany at a time where things were it was it was uh, more positive than it was negative. Very and, positive, man. And to see everything how it is right now, there's still tons of pockets of positivity that's going yeah. on, but it's overshadowed. By a lot of uh, the negativity, because the, the negativity is serious, though. Be like, yo, like you said, people don't want to go outside. You don't want to go to the park. 
it's straight bullets going everywhere. So you can like, yeah, be like, nah, right. man. And, it, and, it's, and it's getting worse, you know what I mean? It's just, with, it's with everything though, man. It's yeah. not only us in the community, but, you know, uh, just, you know, your votes and all this stuff people talk about, people got to really understand why people are saying that. It's because all this systematic stuff going on, yeah. Uh, when you don't vote, it, it's policies in place that that prevent people from doing things. Not everybody, you know what I mean? Um, not everybody is out here doing whatever, but you can't allow people to just run around. I mean, there's no consequences no more for, you know, here in New York State, the way the laws is, just no consequences, man. And I hate to say it. Um, I don't know what kind of consequences they think. I mean, they're shutting down facilities and things and, I, to me, it's not working. It's getting worse. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, if you're gonna come up with solutions, you know you got to make it better. You can't. And you close. can't shut down everything, though. You can't, you can't shut, shut down everything, everything down, man. You gotta have facilities to help. Because yeah. we, like I said, we all don't come from a fucking picket fences and all that. We don't yeah. have that. Man, you got kids who don't have mother. Just still, you just forgot about parents that's on drugs. Kids that don't have this, who living with their aunt and their uncle, you know, they're not going to get the same treatment as these other kids. We just have so much turmoil. So sometimes you do need a facility. I'm not saying lock kids up. We're not saying that. But have a, a safe haven for these kids to go Correct. and learn. You know, I worked at Berkshire Farms for five years. So it's a non -secure, It was a non-secure facility, meaning that these kids can work. They get treatment. They get drug outpatient treatment. They go to school. They get allowances. They They... You know, they get clothes. When you go to school, you have to be dressed properly with your shirt tucked in as a young men, you know what I mean? And, and went to school and did what you had to do. It taught them stuff. It gave them ideals. And plus, you have positive people working there that yeah. let them know, like, boom, those are outlets for us and anybody else to come there and do that. It's not always all bad. Nobody's saying you don't, you know, you just got to invest in, okay. in, in, in our youth, period. Okay. You have to, okay. you know? Because we're losing that alarming rate. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with drugs. Well, I go on for days. You know, with the heroin addicted, when they hit somewhere else. Oh, boy, the epidemic. Heroin's been killing black folks for a long time. A long time. They just start doing something about it because of what? Because it hit another population. I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, and uh, the last thing I'll add to the topic, though, for that one is just it's not always all bad. Nobody's saying you don't, you know, you just got to invest in, okay. in, in, in our youth, period. Okay. You have to, because okay. you know? we're losing that alarming rate. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with drugs. Well, I go on for days, you know, with the heroin addicted when they hit somewhere else. Oh, boy, the epidemic. Heroin's been killing black folks for a long time, a long time. They just start doing something about it because of what? Because it hit another population. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and uh, the last thing I'll add to the topic, though, for that one is just that. Not so imagine, imagine getting hit with with drugs. Imagine getting hit with with gun violence. Imagine getting hit with not having places, safe places to go to. Oh. But here's one of the other. Here's one of the other pieces. Imagine seeing all of that on a regular basis and what that does to your mental health. I think right. a lot of times, you know, uh, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't focus in on how seeing all of this stuff uh, consistently affects your mental well-being. 
So imagine how it affects young adults thinking, oh, this is normal. No, this ain't normal. I mean, normal, seeing man. death or seeing people get killed every normal. day, that's not normal. It's not you know normal. What I mean? See, yeah, it's not normal. So, no, you know what I mean? Uh, mental health is, is, is one of those other pieces when you talk about putting all of the collaborative efforts together. You know what I mean? Mental health is like, you know what I mean? Helping people to get to a level of normalcy because what you're seeing on social media, what you're seeing on the news all the day, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 that isn't normal. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So how do you find a greater level of normality? Yeah. Mental health is, 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 is serious. I'm just going to say that, man. Um, okay. With, with uh, the pandemic, it really exposed a lot of people um, mm -hmm. um, with the mental health thing. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's a serious issue. Um, like you said, you got all that in young kids and uh, and then, with, like you said, compound with everything out there, man. Yeah. Imagine what they go to. Like I said, people in our community here in Albany, PTSD is worse than soldiers in Iraq. Mm -hmm. People may be like, oh, because you know, because you just seen, you know, bombs, or whatever. But these kids see dead bodies. These mm -hmm. these are people that's closely by them, like you would be if you was in the military working there and uh, walking inside someone. And, you know, they're seeing death. They're seeing drugs. They're seeing this. And then on top of that, they, they're looking on their phones, they're seeing this and that every day, man. It's PT, PTSD is crazy. And like I said, I see it secondhand every day. Um, but. Okay. Let me see. Uh, how did growing up in Albany prepare you for adulthood? Hmm. Like I said, um, um, growing up in Albany and Meeting a, a fortunate, you know, I had a, a, a solid family, you know what I'm saying? We had a big family, you know. Um, but it was also my friends, man. I, I was able and honored, you know, I met the older brothers, you know what I'm yeah. saying? The family took me in when we was in third grade, bro. Um, and that just, it, it, it kept me stable, you know what I mean? We kept each other uh, on the right and right. But at that time as well, Albany offered you know, they were offering a lot of things. It was a little bit more investment for us. Um, and, uh, and we don't realize that now, but I realize that today because I don't see it. It's just, they slowly diminished and it took it away from the community. You know, we were able to go to the, the, the Livingston Boys Club. We were able to go to the CYO. Uh, everywhere had little teen centers, little pockets where we can go. Um, there was just always something going on for us to, to, uh, you know, to vent or to learn. And I think that's why, you know, we kind of, I stayed out of trouble, you know, and having positive good friends and, um, and just the, the resources that were available to me as a kid. Um, okay. You know, okay. and also my Yo, mother yeah. and also my mom, you know, your mom, my mom and, you know, and your mom just, just watching them and just, you know, we just was, we just had a good umbrella. Um, yeah, that, that that worked. Um, you know, was we all fortunate? No, but for me, you know, what I'm saying that worked. Hey, listen, man, I can say something that you know I know uh, I know uh, would resonate with you. Like, yo, you can grow up poor but live very well. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, we were poor, but we lived well. You know what I mean? Yo, you come over Clinton Ave. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 be like, yo. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to have games playing. We're playing Monopoly, Uno, Trouble. 
You know what I mean? Everything. Yo, uh, when, when Sega came out, it'd be like you over here playing, uh, playing Sega, John Madden. And, uh, and just something, something simple as a phone. Like, I ain't yeah. got no phone. But Patricia Hughes had a phone. So and I knew that number, all, you know, by heart. <laughs> back, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, everybody used to call that phone. Hey, yeah, you need to call this phone. You know, Georgie uh, Jamero answered the phone. Right? The call be for me. You know what I'm saying? But they had the phone. You know what I'm saying? But that's real, though. It's yeah. it, We did what we had to do, man. But we all stayed together, and we all had yeah. the same focus and drive. And I think, like I said, is what kept me um, afloat. Um, okay. And it did, did well for us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Some of us did do certain things that didn't warrant it, but at the same time, um, that's what got me. It's a choice. Uh, yeah, my choices. Uh, we all chose positive choices, and it, and it worked. Yeah. You know? Yo, in my mind, I'm over here uh, just thinking about uh, uh, one time we went trick-or-treating. Uh, it was me, Anthony, Smurf. Raven and Margarita, and that was the time they, they snatched Smurf, they snatched back, they yeah. snatched Smurf back. Yo, uh -huh. that was the funniest story <laughs> ever. It was just like, yo, you yo, never learned with this. It was just a handle. <laughs> yeah, you never learned. He, he should have learned from the OGs. That's why me, Georgie, Mickey, Jamuro <laughs> always had pillowcases. Ain't never mm -hmm. take those cheesy old plastic bags. <laughs> We knew it was down. You know what I mean? Shoot. Wait, man, I don't care. We wrap, you get it, and we wrap it. And we on the move. You know where we used to be at for that candy. <laughs> All over the city of Albany. It'd be 10 o'clock. We just walking down First Street. You know, dark darn well, we ain't supposed to be out that time of night. <laughs> we got every bit of candy we can get from every neighborhood. We try to hit every neighborhood. <laughs> but when you got back down to the... The first streets, and you know, back in the hood, yeah, I had to wrap it up. Somebody trying to get this, yeah. But Smurf, yeah, he don't go out there with old plastic bag. Man, listen, I would have took your candy, stupid. Yo, 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 he like this, he like, yeah, Anthony, Anthony, <laughs> yo, he took my bag. <laughs> yeah, man, well, like I said, man, so, so sometimes it's, it's kind of like. The beauty of being able to live long enough is you can see the cycles and you can see what was good and you also know what to tap back into to bring it back or to make it back good. Because right. like I said, Albany wasn't always as chaotic as it is right now. And it's also not always going to stay that way either. But you got to remember the fact that, you know what, it was family oriented. You got to remember that it was places to go and visit. You got to remember that, you know, people went trick-or-treating, people played football or basketball together. Yeah, and yeah, like I yeah. said, the only real thing that you got your candy taken, like, yeah. right? Ah. Everybody's getting a candy taken. If you slip in, I mean, that's, that's you know, simple rules in your community and whatever. And you know what I mean? But other than that, like I said, it was love, man. Yeah. You know, like I, we lived on the street when we was on First Street. When we was, you know, when, when you was five, six years old, People living next to us, Ty, they all used to, you know what I mean? They took care of us when Pat was at work or my mother was at work. You know what I'm saying? They looked after the kids on that block. Everybody looked after everybody. Everybody knew who was there. And if you didn't belong there, you know, something was different. Somebody knew about it. It's not like that today, man. It's very cold, man. And that's, yeah. and that's what you got to bring back, man. Um, You know, it's cold. It really is, man. 
Um, and it's, it's, it's hurtful and it's sad, you know, and, and what, you know, people want to do is move away because um, growing up in that area here in Albany, it, it's tough for me, man. Um, much as I want to, you know, continue to stay here the rest of my life and invest, I just, you just don't have that drive, man. It's just, you know, I just want to, you know, I feel that, you know, my life has been stumped and it's by me going to these other cities and moving around and learning different things, man. It's just, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to keep fighting that fight. But while I'm here, you know, you want to instill things and hopefully it continues and it gets better. And like you're doing, I will like still come back and give my feedback and make sure that this is our community is going to be whatever. Man, listen. But, you know, as, as far as just staying here and keep living here, it's just nothing for me as an adult, you know, black male from this community that, you know, if I want to go and listen to some jazz or we go, yeah. you know, we go out, we just want to have, we don't even have that here in our city, man. That's tough. That's Yo, tough. That was one of the things I missed too. About that, man. When they first, when I, when I first came back from school, uh, she opened up Simply Fish. Remember yes. Simply Fish? Listen, yeah. yo, Simply Fish put me in the mindset of Charlotte every time, you know? Right. And I just love going up in the joint, live jazz, good food, just relaxing. It was just like, right. yo, that type of atmosphere was everything right. for me. Right. And I remember she used to be like, yo, how old are you? Be like, <laughs> be like you know, yeah, I, I, I'm a you young dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was a nice but, spot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we, we got to grow with that because it ain't just, you know, you want to go to the hip-hop clubs and all that. No, we had sneakies, but, you know, we, we want more than that, man. I want a lounge. You know, when I go to yeah. D.C., when we go down to D.C., you know, we go to lounges. We go to small spots with good music, good food, good people, good conversation. Yeah. Ain't no BS. That, yeah, that's what you want. You know, here, you know, people, like I said, they're afraid to do those things because that's what you get. You know, you be up in a club and everybody want to do negative stuff and, you know, smoke and just fight and do that. That's not a time and place for that. I just want to go to a lounge and and, I, and people say, oh, you can't. Yes, there is. There's beautiful cities that do it. And I see it. You want to smoke your cigars. There's areas you can smoke. You want to sit down and have a good drink, listen to a live band, some good music, and have soul food, bro? I, I can't do that here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting old. I'm older. Like, that's what I want to do. And, if, you know what I mean? I, I don't see that coming here in, in, in no time soon. So I have yeah. to remove myself and go to these Correct. cities. But it never, doesn't take it away from how I still feel about my city. You know what I mean? Because there's so many other people still here. My family Correct. Correct. So it has to get better, man. But we have, to start, we have to start living in the 21st century, man, in this city. Correct. And we, 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 you know, investing in our community, it takes a lot more, man. You know what I mean? We need a lot. Like I said, we need more us owning things, us investing our money in it, and, and it'll work for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to worry about always outside this, and then we need them, or why are they doing this? Learn why they're doing it and, and change it. Period. Let's go. Let's start investing it. You know what I'm saying? We got enough, you know, a thousand you know, hair stores. We got a thousand barbershops, which is great. But we need a lot of other stuff here. You know what I'm saying? Um, my man on um, Clint Naff, Mr. Johnson, you know, he owns that laundry management. Make it do for, for forever, bro. I used to, as a little kid, used to take Marvin and Smurf 
and me and Mickey taking our mothers our clothes and wash our clothes there. You know what I'm saying? As kids, mm -hmm. you know, he's still there. Those are people and pillars that people got to look up to and look after and understand. There should be more on every yeah. corner. You know, these corner stores should be ran by us. That's just my thing, man. It's just, you know, it's nothing against other people. Yeah. But they've been taken, taken, taken from our community and they ain't invested in here. They take that money, take it to invest in their people. You know, that's just the, the nature of it. You know what I mean? I'm mad at them, but, you know, they ain't yeah. invested in and me. They're not giving back to me. You know, sometimes I, we got to smarten up. At some times, exactly. it's not about like, you can constantly point the finger. You can constantly say X, Y, and Z. But at some point, it's like, you know, uh, how do I do better? What can I do to what make it better? What can better? I do to put my, yeah, to change my positioning? Yes. And I think once you put that responsibility on you, it takes you from being a victim and puts you into a power position. It's like, you know, yeah, it might not be as easy as somebody else's path, but I can still make it my own. You know right. what I mean? So. Definitely. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, what's uh, uh, what about your life? Are you most proud of? My kids, man. Mm. My babies, bro. You know. What more can I say, man? Got four beautiful kids, man. They all all doing. You know what I mean? You know, my oldest two. You know, my oldest one graduated from college. Um, possibly he's going to be working somewhere down. DC, mm -hmm. not DC somewhere, um, doing his own thing. Um, my 21 year old who's about to be 21, you know, in college, still doing his things, giving back, coaching. My daughter who's in the city, she's doing what she needs to do, very smart, smarter than me, you know. My 14 year old Markel is doing what he needs to do, and it, 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 it's just them, seeing them um, uh, just you know, live and do way better than what me did, what I've done, um, and just surpass me. Not saying that I've done lack of things, but they're overpassing me, and, that, and that's great, man. And that's what I'm very proud of, man, is that, okay. you know? Okay. Just that where I'm able and I'm in a position, too, to, 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 to give back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what more can you ask for? You know? Nothing. You know, I never thought, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, doing Times Union newspaper, going house to house, asking people to sign on the, the, the newspaper. That was going to be an Albany police officer. I would have never thought that. You know what I mean? But things you just don't know. Your past, and that's what it is. And I'm glad it was presented to me. And, um, um, you know, most people would think, oh, that's never, but sometimes it's what you need, man. You need, yeah. more, you need more of you, more of us to come in a situation, man. And, and, you know, I know my city. I know the community. I know my people. I, I know things. I know things that I'm used to seeing. I'm not going to walk up on something and be like, oh, my God, what, what is this? No, I've been there done it. <laughs> Nothing I ain't seen. I'm like, all right, bro, you all right? You handle the business. You know what I'm saying? It, sometimes it de-escalates a lot of things. Um, and that's why it's, it's, it's imperative that we do um, get more of us um, involved in, nice. in um, honor department. And not only in the department, just everywhere, man. Like I say, it's everywhere. You know, you need more librarians. You need more of us mm -hmm. in these schools teaching. You need more of us, you know, in the fire department. You need more of these people that's in your community. You know, you got to fight to do it. Stop, just stop doubting it and talking down to it. You know what I'm saying? 
I always want to see, you know, there's a bunch of us work for DGS, black people. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. But, okay, what else are we doing, you know? Who's coming up with these, you know, you want to walk in Albany, man, and see these black doctors and beautiful, you know, black nurses. Nothing against nobody else, but that's that's what I feel that's going to help, that, that that helps, you know, us and our community to see better in our youth. You know, when you it, it, it will because – you uh you learn from the successes and failures of people who look oh, like you. Look like so you. you know what I mean. It's you know what I mean. So when you start to see it on a regular basis, it's like you know what I see, Officer Cancer. You know what? Yeah. Uh, yes. Just yesterday, I brought you up because uh, yesterday's guest, uh, uh, she's planning on joining the uh, joining. The yeah, board. I seen uh, Paris. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, Like I said, yeah. we're advocating for her. She was supposed to be in the class that's in there now. But with everything going on, it kind of messed her up, which I'm I'm not happy about. But she 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 needs definitely needs to be in there in this class, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. That's these all the people who we need, and you know, stop being afraid, stop being what's the name. We got to do it, and who else is going to do it for you, man? You can't say, oh, we need to change. That's a part of changing the systematic yeah. stuff. Is that you know? You can't make changes if we're not in there. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody from. Indiana, yeah, he he he's 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 a brother, he's black, but uh, he don't know about Albany. You know what I'm saying? What more from these guys that's from your community who has family, who has an investment? You know what I mean? You need more of it. Nothing against yes, it's beautiful that people want to come here and work. And nothing again, I'm not ever saying nothing against that. But we do need more of us. It needs to be a balance. You know what I mean? It, it's. You know, and then you as an officer, you will have more comfortability, you know what I'm saying? And I always tell people when they ask me, it's a blessing and it's a curse. <laughs> be like, oh, curse. man. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, thing. I'd be like, oh, man. So I put that. I don't see that. Right they don't see me. Like, oh. Cancer. Cancer. Guys, like, oh, come here. What's up? You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, man. But you need it. And I understand it. You just need it. You just need more of us. You know, and that's also, I'm a, I'm a part of, you know, doing recruitment. Whenever we do it, everything's been slow because of the, the pandemic. But on the slow, my, you know, I talk to people, yo, just do it. You never know. Somebody came to me. I came on as a young age. I mean, old. I was 34. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people coming out, they're 20, 21. I wish. If I came on at that age, Tyrell, I've been retired right now. But see, people don't know that if you don't understand, you know, what it is. It's things of learning. The people who's been doing it for centuries. I've been retired, full pension, 20 years. I can retire. Understand? And if people understand what that is, you know, that's a, I have a salary for the rest of my life, people. You know what I'm saying? I can go work at McDonald's <laughs> part-time and be in there joking and chilling and, you know what I mean, not stress because I got money coming to me every month and still making my money and still make good, decent money and live. But that's why you still need investments and still all that. So all that, when you say, okay, I'm done, it's, there you go. You can live your life and do what you need to do. Have, have you know, spend the, the, you know, the last years on this earth, man, just relaxing, not stressing. Just enjoying life, man. And me, it's just teaching. And I want to teach that to my kids. I don't want them to, to struggle. They didn't have to go through what I went through. Yeah. But they're going to learn what I went through and still understand it. And I still kind of instill that in them so that they can understand, like, wow, I understand why dad did this. I want to understand, like, mom did this. You need to know, still know what I went through. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't a ride in the park. 
You know what I mean? Really wasn't. But and I also, and you know, when I introduce myself and I talk to a panel and I go to kids, um, um, we all I'm also um, involved with uh, a bunch of some groups at St. Rose that we're, that, that we're going to talk to. Um, you know, via Skype or Zoom, where they, you know, we're getting involved in, you know, just trying to broader things. I try to, um, I give a brief history of where I come from. And then once you get that attention, they're like, wow. You know what I mean? Because, you know, and even too, like me and Nate Uniform, we, you know, we could like this. I can go to work like this every day if I wanted to. You know what I mean? It's to relax people. And they don't understand, like, man, you a cop? Yeah. This is where I come from. This is what I do. It settles the, the, the calm and people are like, wow, man, like you said, you can do it, I can do it. Yes, you can, man. It's all about what you want to do, period. But I, once I let them know, like, boom, their eyes is like this, stuck. Like, really? Yeah, man. Now, this is what I do and go on whatever I got to tell them and, and, and take it from there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm going to speak for myself and say, you know, uh, 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 having family that is a part of the force uh, um, has also uh, uh, helped in my viewpoint and my relations uh, with other officers, right? And exactly. just like you know, yes. you know, I mean, when I was younger, it'd be like, don't get caught talking to <laughs> to the officer at exactly. all. I'd be like, listen, right. now, right. listen, I want you to see me talking to the officer. Yeah, I want you to see me talking to the officer exactly. because one, you know, I'm about building. And one, I also get a chance to have personal relationships with people, whether it's you, Milt, Nate, you know what I mean? You know what exactly. I mean? I, you, you guys got one of my young boys up in there for model right now, Jamar. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, uh, 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 that right there is just a, a changing, changing the dynamic because, like you said, you get to see people that you know, uh, which right. is a gift and a curse to you because it's like, oh, man. But it's right. just like at the same time for us, it's just like, okay, well, you know what? If I happen to, to, to get involved in something or somebody else got involved in something, it was like, you know, I see Officer Cancer. Coming. Get good advice. I right. know Officer Cancer right. is, is coming to take care of me. He's going to make right. sure that this doesn't go in right. another way or stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's really beneficial when right. you start to see people that you know in positions of power and that aspect. And right. it takes away a lot of the, the, the negative stigma that's stigma. out there as well. Oh man, it really does, man. Um, and is this? Uh, it's man, it's so dope. And like I said, I wish there was. Uh, I wish there was a lot more of us. And you know, there's a lot of people who who has gone out. And I always encourage people, you know, don't don't give up. You know, I, I took it three times. Um, I didn't fail it three times, but I took the test three times. You know, the second time I took it, I did fail the sit-ups. You know, I was cocky. I play football. Yeah, right, right. Ah! That that didn't work out. <laughs> that that didn't work out. You know what I mean? Because I didn't realize I was the one in the back of the line running. Like, yeah, I keep up with these guys. Yeah, I had to work bust my tail and do things to get to this level. You know, and that's and then those are things. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like that. It's little things like that as well, Tyrell. It's just you know, it, it's so much that 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 I've I've learned from other people taking in uh, eating well. Um, you know. Like I said, I've lost 100 pounds, man. Oh, yeah. You look great, brother. Thank you, man. 100 pounds, bro. Just eating well, doing things. You know what I'm saying? I, I never said I can't. I don't I have to stop doing what I used to do. I just don't. I do different things now. And I, I, I learned uh, better things to put in my body. 
Um, like I said, tonight I went to boxing class. You think y'all two, three years uh, uh, before this year, you know what I mean? I wasn't thinking about going to no damn boxing class. I just sit my fat behind on this couch, got some wings from the elbow, and, and been drinking <laughs> a football game. That's, that's what it is. Coming from work, I just, ah, I just want to, you know what I mean? I did that. Well, I worked out, you know, I got on the force, I was great. Well, 13 years later, I was, I had a belly, you know, I had to get my uniform size, but I was like, yo, what is this? Blood pressure went up, diabetes, everything. I was like, nah, that ain't me, man. I got to get back focused. Nice. Um, you know, with us, you know, in our community, we losing people left and right with all that stuff. But those are the things, like I said, you got to learn. And then there's other people watching me, you know? That's right. They see me working out. You know, we worked out with me as people seeing, um, you know, they're eating better. You know what I'm saying? It's just a learning curve. Everything's going to happen overnight, but just learn. I had to learn. Like I said, I'm 46. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn to sometimes eat a salad and, you know, drink, put a lot of fluids in it and learn about different substances and vitamins to take. Like, I didn't really think about that. The only vitamins I used to have was the Flintstone vitamin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> was some good, crunchy candy, you know? My vitamins was, yeah, give me a dollar. I get a dollar candy go get some candy. From you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you some 50-cent cookies and some milk, huh? I'm going back to the Flintstones because I be seeing memes with the Flintstones, right? They be, yo. Like, they be like, yo, yo, they be, they, they be like, yo, remember those Flintstone vitamins that you ate 30 years ago? They're activating right now inside your body. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, my mother's like, eat But yeah, man, there's a lot. Things like that, man. Mental health, wealth, you know, everything, man. It's what you got to bring to communities to build. It's a step, and that's it. Keep enforcing that down people's throats. It's not bad, it's just something good. Cause you start seeing, boom, he's gonna catch on, he's gonna catch on. Like, oh, okay, that's why you do it. You gotta get involved, man, and I stay busy. And that's what I do, and that's it. You know, because every day, like I said, I go to work, I gotta de-escalate. Cause I see things that people don't see, man. You don't know, you'll never know about, you know? And that's real. You know, but I have a personality where I still got to be who I am every day. You know what I'm saying? Still come home and do what I need to do. But it's a lot of things that goes on, man. People don't understand, you know? So. Okay. Okay. Listen, man, I got two more questions for you, and I'm going to let you go. Uh, uh, actually, um, uh, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this one, uh, I'm going to tie into a funny story I want to go ahead and, and get to anywho. But... Uh, <laughs> How has traveling or relocation impacted your worldviews? Tremendously, man. Uh, traveling has opened up. And, I, and, and I'm only thinking about Charlotte. I'm only thinking about Charlotte. I'm just oh, like. Man, this, you know, you and my, you know, my best friend, you know, Ray moving to Charlotte. And, yeah. you know, you, you going to school there and showing us about the CIAAs. Um, it something we didn't know about and you you know who's younger than me like i said it doesn't matter you know you learn things from so many people i learned from these kids that i talk to young kids every day man you know what i mean like i said i don't have no ah man who are you talking to how are you gonna teach me no i learn from them every day still but learning from you going down there just getting away 
You know, we as friends, you know, as, as you know, we all used to do our little whatever, but just going to these cities and seeing blacks. Me going to see our double A's, you know, real quick, is just seeing a bunch of black people together, you know, being from here, and it was no violence. It blew my mind when I first seen it. You know what I'm saying? And from that one time that I went down there, Tyrell, you knew. Yeah. I went like five to seven years after that. I missed a couple after that, but you know, I went last year. It was my last year. The last year I had to go. You know what I'm saying? I only went to one party. But, you know, when I used to, <laughs> used to go down there, we used to go, hey, you know what we used to do, man. Mm-hmm. We had our spots. You know what I'm saying? We had a ball. But it opened yeah. up. It, 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 got, it gave me an opportunity to see that city. Um, nice. Other than those clubs, though. You know, yeah. just restaurants, the atmosphere, yeah. the things to do, um, just the opportunities down there. It just opened things up for me. Um, whereas places that where I would love to go, you know, you know, and, so. and, and I think that's part of it. I mean, like, yeah. so like, like I always tell everybody, Albany is a dope place to really build something for yourself. It, it, it sucks because it doesn't really have like an atmosphere, uh, like, like downtown's gone. Like you want to go party, yeah. you got to go to Saratoga or whatever, but yeah. it doesn't really have a, a young black professional atmosphere where oh. you can go and enjoy yourself like and that. Legal, right. Be safe. And you know, and only thing with Albany is what we used to have was the, the you know the Black and Puerto Rican Caucus. Um, yeah. That's all we had one week in a year. That's you know after a while you know we so numb we just get used to that. Like I don't want that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I said, my, my you know my little brother Jerome, he's in the DC mm-hmm. area, and you know he he introduced me to all that. You know he worked for the federal government. You know, you you would never. I never knew that there was so many brothers and sisters who work for the government and do things and just all over investing in homes. He's learning. I'm learning. I learned through him, and he passed it on to us. We were like, yeah, whatever. Until you actually see it, you understand what I'm saying? But these are the things I'm saying, bro. That's why you got to get up and do things, and that's why we get these kids and get them out of here and see, just see. Like you said, you competing with everybody else. You may think like. You know, a lot of us got that, ah, oh, well, we're competing against Albany. Like, ah, oh, man, it's a bigger world than just Albany, man. You know, and that's why, you know, like I got some 46, and I haven't really, I haven't traveled abroad, abroad. You know, I've been to Belize. I've been to Honduras. You know, I've been to our to our Caribbean islands, been up, you know, to Canada. But I want to go to England. I want to go to China. I always said I want to go to Korea. I want to visit these other places and cultures and learn. I love learning. Um, about different with the way people live. Um, whenever I go to DR, I go, I don't, I, yeah, we do go to, you know, on the dirt things, but I always take the tour of the city. Nice. nice. How the locals live, how they grow um, fresh cocoa, how they nice. grow fresh coffee beans, you know, that real stuff. That's what I want to know about. I want to know nice. about them, you know, how in DR, how they have their schools where they have actual Haitian kids and DR kids in each school. Mm-hmm. That you will never know. I never knew that. You know what I'm saying? But you won't know if you don't take the time out and learn about um, where you're at. You know, not saying that we don't go out and have fun, but, you know, I, I want to learn too. You know, I want to learn everything. And it just, and like I said, it opens your mind up big time, man, going to these other cities. Um, just, I agree. You know? I agree. Listen, and, and two, it was – it was just so dope uh, 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 for me, man, uh, to be able to uh, 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 a party experience uh, 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 Charlotte 
with a bunch of folks from Albany. And it, now it's, it's crazy because, you know what I mean, now uh, uh, CIAA moved and now it's going to be here in Baltimore. Baltimore. But at right. the same time, it was just like, yo, I was always so proud just to see, like, because I've, I've been pumping it for the longest. So yeah. once people started getting on it and just like, yo, you know what I mean, to see everybody come down and be like, yo, yeah. do you know how many people from Albany live in Charlotte now? And it's yes. just like, you know what I mean? And, it's a lot. It's a, a lot. lot. And, and you know what, though? But don't only say that, though. The more majority majority of us from Albany with our drive and the people that moved that got up, they all have houses, beautiful homes, yes. and they're doing yes. well. And that's what I want to tell people. Like, it ain't just they went down and got an apartment and said, yeah, I live in Charlotte. No. They actually yeah. work, um, good jobs, and they got beautiful homes, land, you know, and, and – Man, when we go down there, we we good. You know, half the time we don't have to stay in the hotel. But I always say, I'll get a hotel because I just like to know privacy. But, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, let me see, man. I got I got two more questions for you. This one is a very easy one. Um, are there any resources like apps, books, podcasts, or uh, social media accounts that uh, uh, you follow? that you would like to uh, promote or tell uh, the the Albany community about? Like any special books you like reading, podcasts you listen to, or? No, 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 no? no. Okay. No, no, not really. Okay. Um, not that I could okay. think of offhand. It probably are, but, you know, when it comes to that stuff, I'll be, I don't even look, look, you know, I don't be on a computer like this. I had to have her and the kids set this up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't Zoom. I have a Zoom thing on my thing, on my phone. Not a Zoom, but like when we have like meetings and security meetings for the schools and everything, mm. I gotta go on the phone or I go up in the office and you know what I mean? I just I don't know. I'm old school, man. You know what I'm saying? Time old school. Like all that, I ain't got time for all that, you know? I get a new phone, I give it to my son. You know what I mean? Okay. We get a new TV sometimes. I have we have the kids programming. Like, ah, mm. I ain't got time for that. I'm used to TV, I had to put aluminum foil on and a hanger. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said, he said, listen, man, I'm used to the remote control. That was a big old box. A big old box with a string on it. Yeah. You had to press the switches. You had to go back and forth. That was my channel changer. Man, listen. But yeah. I know there's there's a lot of things out there, but I'm just I don't I don't really I don't listen to nobody's podcast really. I don't do okay. none of that. So um, Okay. I kinda, you know, if I'm reading something, I'll read something, a good article, somebody uh, uh, will tell me, and then I'll probably share it. But other than that, yeah. No problem, no problem. Well, my last question, my last official question for you uh, for tonight is going to be, uh, and I ask every uh, uh, interviewee uh, at the end of every interview, um, yeah. if, if you were to recommend someone to me uh, to interview next for model, uh, I mean, excuse me, not for model, we're doing back right now. <laughs> Uh, 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 for uh, 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 for back, uh, uh, who would you uh, recommend? You don't got to tell me why, but uh, 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 who would you recommend? Knowing the the uh, uh, what we're looking to, to to showcase, highlight, focus in on the positivity of those who are who are and have been doing it in Albany for quite some time. Flat Patrick Robinson. Okay. Okay. I just brought him up last night, and actually, I was I was telling Paris. I said, 
you know, uh, 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 we have our interviews. Uh, I think I'm already out in April on the calendar, but uh, I'm going to end, I would like to end the, uh, uh, this season of interviews uh, with uh, a, a dual interview, probably with Flay and Decky at the same time. Dope. So, yes. You know what I mean? Flay, yeah. Flay and Deck is definitely. Yep. Um, they, they've just been putting in a lot of uh, a lot of work uh, lately okay. with everything. Um, you know, like I said, you know, we know Flay and we know Deck all of our life. Mm -hmm. So, there are, you know, guys who are still putting in the work here. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to do a lot over there at the community center. Um, me at the Arbor Hill. Um, Sports complex, um, with little to no help, says them every day, and I think that they need to be recognized a little bit more. Okay, um, so yeah, okay, okay. all right. Well, listen, man, uh, I can't thank you enough, brother. Like I, I told you earlier, man, I was like, listen, man, yo, I got, I got, I got to make sure, I got to make sure. I say, yo, he said, he said, listen, Kyle, you better just, just, just text me the date. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll, be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I told you, was, so, I was gonna. Wasn't gonna hey, let listen. this. I told her earlier, make sure everything's set up. You know, like I said, I went to the boxing gym, came home, took a shower. I was like, yeah, I was just waiting, anticipating. Like, all right, nice. Um, well, listen, brother, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I truly appreciate uh, you as uh, uh, an important figure, brother, in my life. I appreciate you as a community staple, and I appreciate what both you and Tiff are doing as essential workers every day for the Albany community and for your individual family uh, uh, as well. So uh, uh, the back community, I really wanted to uh, uh, once again say thank you to uh, Officer Lawan Cancer Sr. Uh, for spending this evening with us. And brother, uh, it's been a pleasure and an honor uh, to interview someone that I grew up with and look up to. So thank you again, my dude. Thank you, brother. I appreciate briefly the opportunity for me to, you know, to say my word. Um, you know, sometimes you don't get to, people don't really get to sit down and talk to, you know, somebody who from the community, but also was a police officer here with everything mm -hmm. that's going on. Um, and I appreciate you doing this. Um, like always, I'm proud of you, man. You know what I'm saying? And I learn every day from you as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I hope you continue to do it. And continue to, to spread that love um, to our community because we definitely need it. With that said, my dude, man, you have yourself a wonderful night. Uh, uh, back community has been real. And until next time, uh, right, thanks a lot. Yes, All sir. right, my dude. Later. Peace. Yeah.